Yo, 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 welcome back everyone to another episode of the Anything and Everything podcast where today we are taking on the Creed slash Rocky franchise and today, as you guys know how it is, across the table, I got my man Big Tim joining me as well. Jay, it is a, today I'm recording, it is a rainy Friday. Rainy Friday. We just had a big meal where we discussed our plans for today. And uh, I'm excited to talk Creed. I'm excited to talk Rocky. I'm excited to talk talk about what Rocky means to Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of history with uh, Rocky and the Creed franchise in this area. Don't there is. Agree? I agree. Uh, you know, cause we're only like a half hour from Philly. So, you know, the impact that Rocky has had as a character, but also like the statue on the city you know, on just kind of the overall, like, mentality of the city more than the actual city itself, I feel like. You know, some would say, even though Rocky's not a real real person, they say he's the greatest athlete for In Philadelphia. Phil. Absolutely. And, I mean, think about what Rocky's done across, like, his like, eight movies. I mean, Victor Drago, Nine. Apollo, Nine. you know, Apollo Creed. Um, he's beat some... Some top Clover flight Lang. contenders. Yeah, he's came back from brutal defeats and he's taken a beating, which is what Philadelphia's all about. Philadelphia's blue collar, hardworking people. Yep. Um, you know, we're not like New York. You, you know, know, we, we you know, we uh we were the we were the center of the revolution. We're 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 gritty. We are very gr- we're gritty people here in Philadelphia. Yeah, we're unlike any and, other city, uh, man. <laughs> I definitely think Rocky definitely like the the what the Rocky's spirit. gone through. You know, the, the character of Rocky has gone through is the embodiment of Philadelphia. Even in the Creed movies where he gets uh, non-Hopkins leukemia, um, which is like a cancer. You know, he battles back from that. Yeah. You know, survive, you know survives. Go, the cancer goes into remission. He gets to reunite with his son. You know, beat his grandson. Yep. Which just fa- fantastic. I mean, that, and that's, that's what Philadelphia is all about. You know, coming back, fighting tougher. When, yeah. you get, when you get knocked down, you get back up. I mean, it's That's in the speech. It's in his speech, man. You know, so it's not about how hard you get hit; it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, um, it's just perfect. It's it's Philadelphia, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, listen. If you're from Philadelphia or wherever you listen to this podcast, you know damn well the story of Rocky. Everybody knows the story of Rocky. Yeah, I feel like but, it's. It's a Philadelphia story that's transcended Philadelphia. Like, exactly. Every, it's a sports movie. Well, and I just saw an interview about this. Sylvester Stallone said it's not a sports movie. He said it's a love story. It's it's not. It's a romantic movie. It's not a. Lo- it's not a sports movie, which I agree with. I get it, but at the same time, it is. It's it's a sports movie. It's it's. Yeah, well, I mean, he has Rocky, his love, man. Yeah, he has his love interest. <laughs> you know, they get they settle down. They open up the di- they, you know they run the diner together. You know, in South yeah. Philadelphia. It's not your typical sports movie, and I think that's why it's so successful. Yeah, because it's not just him being a boxer. It's the the realness, that the grittiness, you know, that comes with that profession, and at least at the time, and you know the the just the reality of the sport. Now I'm gonna give Michael B. Jordan here a lot of credit, you know, because he directed and starred in these three Creed movies. Yeah, um, for him to continue the franchise of Rocky was just fantastic. You know, you created a really, you know, you had a really good backstory to work with, um, something that's believable. You know, boxing stays in the family. Uh typically, you know? yeah. So, you know, I, it, w- it would make sense that you know Sylvester Stallone. His character Rocky would stay close with you know Apollo Creed and his family after his death to yeah. Ivan Drago. You know that was the whole point. You know Rocky avenged Ivan Drago. I mean, uh, avenged Apollo Creed's death. To Ivan Drago beat him. In yeah, a fight. in oh. four, which in my opinion is the best Rocky movie. But they're all they're all good except for the later ones. But yeah, know. five and six are definitely questionable. Yeah, I I agree. Um, four I can get down with. Four is is the pin- pinnacle. And so, obviously, when, you know, Donnie grows up and wants to become a boxer, following his father's footsteps, that makes sense. You know, him seeking out Rocky yeah. makes sense. You know, it, it's a storyline that actually, like, is believable. It's not, like, far-fetched. You know, it's definitely believable because, like, like you said, it stays in the family and, you know, 
Rocky, you know, being what Rocky was and, you know, to Creed being the best friend and uh, Apollo being his mentor, it just makes sense that Rocky become the mentor to Donnie. It just makes sense. And it's, like you said, it's definitely real. Yeah, and, you know, we we do know that, you know, just how important Rocky was. Um, I mean, they even show his statue in the films, you know, the statue yeah. at the art museum. Which is awesome. They introduced the art museum. You know, they you know, uh in the first movie, you know, Donnie recreates the run that he ran up the stairs and you know, him running up the mountain every day. Like the, there's there was cool parallels like to the films and like yeah. you know, a little bit of fan service, but it, not too much. But I don't think it was I don't think they did it for the sake of fan service. Like like it was it made sense. Like if if you had somebody in your life who went through these events, you would follow in the footsteps and do those same things. You would train the same way. You would try to emulate that person, just like how Kobe emulated Jordan. And, you know, it, that's always going to happen no matter what you're looking at. Like in any sport or anything that, you know, we talk about, you're going to try to emulate your idol. And so, obviously, Adonis is going to emulate that. Of course. And you see that a lot in the first movie. Yeah. Um, you know, Crete, uh, Adon- Donnie's figuring out, you know, who he is, figuring out his past, you know, seeks out Rocky, wants to get, you know, wants to get into boxing. And he, he goes off against uh, Ricky Conley in the first film, which was a British uh, light heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, obviously. More experienced. More experienced. He's the champion, number one. You know, Donnie's coming from nothing. He's never fought before. Same way Rocky you know. is. Just came out of nowhere, uh, earned his earned his way through a couple fights, you know, down with, in Mexico. Yeah, because he, you know, Rocky promoted him. You know, he earned he earned his way, trained with Rocky. You know, fought Ricky Conley. Ultimately, lost that fight. Yep. In the first movie, um, he well, he lost by decision. But but it was the fact that he took him all ten rounds, and he got the respect the same way Rocky did in in, in uh, Rocky one, obviously, yes. where he fights Apollo. He he doesn't necessarily win, but he doesn't lose. He doesn't he doesn't give you doesn't give you that feel good ending, right? Yeah, it's no. like it's like a it's a it's feel good to a point though. It's feel good to like hey, listen, he made it this far. He survived. He didn't. You know, like, he didn't lose. He proved himself, but he didn't. He didn't get it. He didn't win. He didn't get the belt. He didn't. You know, but it was again. It's a respect thing. That's all it was. Well, too many movies nowadays do too much of this zero to hero. Yeah. Concept. Yeah, I don't um, like that that much, to be honest with you. Which which is why the Creed franchise is brilliant. Because the first movie, he goes Loses. from zero to like 50. Yeah. He doesn't go right to this amazing, you know, boxer right away. Yeah, and, and that's another reason, like you said, a lot, of, a lot of things do that zero to hero thing. And kind of on the, on the contrary, you have, like, think of a franchise like the Avengers. Where they're at the top of their game. Then Thanos comes in, and the reason that that movie is so good, Infinity War, they they lose like they all die, like half of them die, like they lose. That's what makes it such a great movie is that when the heroes don't always win, it makes a very compelling story. Uh, I mean, look at Joker. Joker was a successful movie because you know he's an anti-hero, but he didn't really win. You know what I mean? Like the city went down. Like you're cheering for the bad guy. The newest Batman with uh, Pattinson, he wins but the city's flooded so he, he kind of loses but he kind of wins and that's what really makes a compelling character and like you said with creed it's the same way same way rocky did back in the 70s when it came out it's he does he didn't win you know it feels good that he's there he survived that he proved himself you know and i think the biggest a huge part of the feeling you get of that feel good is the music i think the composers for bill conti initially in in rocky and I don't know who composed uh, the Creed music, but they're so good. It, it makes you feel that feel-good ending while being like being able to, to think and be like, well, he lost, you know? He didn't yeah, it get there. It reminds me of, um, you ever seen Real Steel? With I love Real Steel. Jackman? I love that movie. Like, you know, it like it's a feel-good ending because like, you know, this little box, this little robot yep. from the fucking scrap heap yep. keeps Literally. up with... <laughs> Keeps up with the big bad champ. Yeah. You know, keeps up with Zeus, mm-hmm. which 
I mean, I love that movie. Dude, so that movie good. is so good. So good. But it's so good because the whole time, you're like, he's not going to win. He's not well, going to win. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. Because they've shown. They, they they showed showed his what, ass kicked. Well, they show what Zeus did yeah. to these robots. Like, mm-hmm. he broke them into pieces. Yeah, and then you also see, like, very violent fights throughout the whole movie of, like, these other robots tearing each other to pieces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the, the one of the, the first scene is, you know, Hugh Jackman's character is his his bot gets torn apart by a a bull. Yeah. Later in the later he gets um uh I can't remember the damn robot. At the zoo. No, 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 no. Oh, no, they went at the zoo, that's right. They they uh well they went to the underground with the the bot from Japan. Yeah. I can't remember the damn name of it. I can't um, either. But I know I know which one you're talking about. Playboy. Uh, Playboy? Uh, no, was it I think it was Playboy. It might be. I have to look it but up now. The, the the movie is just so compelling. Like it's 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 all the same thing and, and we're you know, ironically they all revolve around boxing, which is really cool. Um But it's like the Noisy Boy. Noisy Boy. Noisy Boy. That's what it was. You didn't even get to look it up. It just no, hit I didn't. You. I, it, I, I was I knew I was I was close. I, I, I like I looked at I, I pulled out Real Steel Wiki and I was like, Oh wait, it's Noisy Boy. Yeah, so Noisy Boy gets absolutely dumpstered at the um at the underground fight, when he's hanging out with uh, the new Captain America. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony, Anthony, Mac- Anthony Mackey. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Mackey. Um, so he gets torn apart in uh, at the underground, finds this scrap bot with his son, and you're just like, "There's no way this thing is like gonna take a beating." Wins the zoo. Gets in a league, beats Twin Cities, uh, gets introduced to you know fighting against Zeus, and then takes Zeus to the wire. And yeah. seeing like these got like the, the the elite panic at the end. They're like, "Hey, we're about to lose to yep. a, like a." Scrap and they start heat. doing all they can. Uh huh. And then he just starts like spitting oil and falling apart, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" It just gives you that like it kind of gives as a viewer as the audience it gives you that rush of like, "Oh my god." When like the it's announcer gonna was like the champ is slowing down, I was like, "Let's go!" You're like, "Yes, finally!" And you're just you're so excited, and like it's the same thing like when when you're watching in Rocky, the first one, and he just starts swinging back on Apollo, and you're just like, "Oh my God, he's gonna do it! He's, he's gonna win!" Mm-hmm. And then it ends, and nobody wins. And you're like, "No!" Yeah, it's a split decision. Or and then he hugs him, and he's like, he says to him, "There won't be a rematch. There won't be a rematch." Yeah, then in Creed's case, um, Creed obviously loses to Ricky Conley by decision. Yeah. And then in the second movie, uh, we get the redemption arc. Uh, Ivan Drago and his son, Victor Drago, back uh, reappear. Yep. Um, Victor uh, beats Donnie pretty bad in the first fight they have, mm-hmm. but gets disqualified for uh, throwing an illegal hit while he was down. So yep. Donnie got to retain his title, which, you know, they did a pretty good backstory like before that part happened, like, Donnie worked his way up and won the te- Yeah, won he the won title, it pretty like you know. legit, yeah. So um Donnie, who took the fight, pissed off Rocky, so Rocky left before the fight happened, so he didn't have Rocky in his corner. You know, Rocky's now recovered from leukemia at this point. Yeah. Um so Donnie goes, Listen, I fucked up. Like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have took the fight, I should listen to you. Yeah. And I guess Sylvester Stallone's character, Rocky, is still kind of upset about what, you know, Ivan Drago and Victor Drago did. said, I'll train you. Took him out to the desert. Gave him that good old-fashioned, old-fashioned work in California. Yep. And, um... So this is how we do it back in the old days. (laughs) This time, Donnie gets the upper hand and just beats Victor down to the point where Ivan Drago... The Ivan Drago... Yeah. Realized, he he goes, I did this to... I did this to Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. And they didn't throw the towel. So realizing that his life's son was more important, tossed the towel in for Victor. Yeah, and and it, 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 honestly, his son great redemption arc though for it, Ivan Drago. It's a great redemption, great redemption arc. arc. But it's it's even more incredible because his son's life wasn't going to be taken. Like like Creed wouldn't have he didn't have the power to kill his son. But it was the sim it was the symbolic moment of the throwing in the towel of like my son doesn't deserve this. Like, yeah, I, I'm making him fight because of my sins. Yeah, because Victor Victor dropped his guard. He's just he's in the corner, arms are dropped. He's just taking hits after Dude, hits. Dude, right after to hits. the head. And Ivan Victor's just like, I'm not going down. 
I'm not giving up. Yeah. No. He's and I was just like, that. nah, we're done, son. We're done. I still love you, but we're done. I don't give a, I don't give a shit what the Russians think. I don't give a shit what the elite think. I say, I need to save my boy. Yeah, and, and that moment, it, it re- you really see it, like the change in the heart. It's like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I care about us, me and you, me and my son. Like, it's all I care about. I don't care about my ex-wife who left me. I don't care about the country who banished me. I don't care about any of that. I care about me and my son and our lives and the love we have for each other. And uh, it's a really great message. And it's a very symbolic moment when he throws in that towel, uh, you know, kind of learning from the mistakes that Rocky made, um, being that older generation kind of learning and, and kind of it's a wisdom thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's nice. I'm definitely upset you don't see Ivan Drago in the third one, but you do see Victor. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you, you I, don't, I just don't think they can afford him. <laughs> um, but uh, that's where I really want to talk about though is the third one. Yeah, that's because the third one. one really had everything you could have wanted. Yeah, right. There was deceit. There was lies. There was trustworthiness. There was a feel good story. There was good background. For a movie that was only like two hours long, I feel like they jammed a lot of good storytelling and character building into that movie. Yeah, man. I, I remember sitting in the theater, um, went to go see it, and you know, it didn't seem like the movie was that long, but it definitely didn't seem short. It was a pretty you know standard length movie, but it felt like the story was just... There was never a time where I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh man, this is boring, or oh man, this is... Super action packed. Like it was, it had a good pace all all the way through, and there was always a twist. That, like there was always a twist ready for you to go. So, in, in that regard, it was really great. I mean, even looking here at the at the poster, it does such a great job at like kind of hiding who the fighter was. Yeah. Um, because it has Apollo looking at him, and it has Jonathan Majors Dang. kind of turned away. For, you can only see like the bottom half of his of the right side of his face. Um, which is just obviously like, just great. I mean, they they did it was such a great job. And Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if this was uh, one directed, of his. He, was he that his first this. movie directing? I don't no, remember. I think it was the second one because he directed the second one. I think. Oh, too. he did. But it's just such a great job, man. You know what I mean? Just it just is a huge, um, huge moment like for for obviously him and and just the whole movie was great. I feel like. It wasn't ever a time where I was like, "Man, I'm, I'm, I don't, this is boring." Because like, there's times where I've gone into the movie and they, as great of a movie it could be, there's times where you go, "This is fucking boring, man." But I think, like I said, it, it was overall a great film. Yeah. Well, so you you start out, the movie starts out, and you have you see these two young kids, and you know he's sneaking out of his parents' house at night, getting picked up by his older friend. They drive to this like secret underground boxing facility yeah, and i'm man. like okay this is pretty cool you know dame obviously wins the fight yep they go to the liquor store to celebrate i'm not sure how young these kids were at the time but i don't think they were young enough to old enough to be drinking um uh, so this is it, this is happening in 2002 and he wins his fight against donnie or ricky conlin Fifteen years later, so I can't imagine he was. He, I don't think he was old enough to drink. Yeah, no. he's never nowhere. We obviously yeah. know he's nowhere close to. Him. So they go to the liquor store to celebrate. Um, Adonis runs into a Donnie, I guess Adonis or Donnie, whoever you want to you want to call him. Donnie runs into one of his old abusers at the um, the school they the um, the, the home, home they, they used to live in. Yeah, and Donnie gives them me right cross. I mean, that you was don't a, remember me, do you? That was Bam. a hell of a right cross. Yeah, that was a... Uh, Donnie gets jumped by the guy's goonies, and then Dame comes out, pulls, pulls the gun. Pulls the gun. Goes, hey, we ain't doing this today. And Donnie runs, and the cops bust everybody, and Dame gets locked up for 15... I'm sorry, 20 years. Yeah, about 20 years. Except for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years behind bars, saving his buddy. Yep. So you would, you know, you would think, right? You know, even though they were close friends, they grew up, they have a great relationship, right? Nope. You, only, you only have a great relationship when the letters you get sent, you actually see. And yeah, they actually get to you. Um, unfortunately, Donnie's mom hid all the letters that Dame sent Donnie growing up. So yep, Apollo's in, ex-wife. 
So unfortunately, in Dame's mind, Donnie abandoned him. Yep. So, yes, sir. Meanwhile, this entire time, Dame's setting up this this kind of redemption plot, this redeeming plot for himself to try to get him relevant again. Because you know, when he was growing up, he was a Golden Glove boxer. Yeah. In the underground. He was, you know, the best that there was in that underground ring. Yeah, he was the best. So at this soiree that Donnie invites, um, Donnie and Bianca invite Dame Dame to, Dame orchestrates one of his guys, somebody, uh, one of his guys from prison to break uh, Victor Drago's wrists in 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 a freak accident. Yeah. So now all of a sudden... They need a fight for uh, Felice's character. Uh, for Felice's, uh, Felice needs a uh, Chavez. Felice Chavez needs a, a fighter to fight. So Donnie's like, "Well, let me set up my boy Dame." You know, not thinking that Dame set the whole thing up. Yeah, for this exact moment. So <clears throat> Dame and Felice get into the ring. Everyone thinks it's a mistake, and Dame beats the shit out of him. Yeah, the the wiki says Damien brutally knocks out Chavez. Sure, Dame Brutal. did play a little dirty. Definitely, uh, Dame tossed some elbows shit and shit. Um, end up claiming the title from that point. Now Donnie's still retired at this point, so yeah. the, the title's passed on to Felix. But <clears throat> after that fight, he goes and uh, yeah, Felice uh, meets Damien at the little bonfire thing. bonfire, and. He kind of reco- calls him out for the letters. Well, yeah, because you know, Dame goes, "You never, wrote, you never wrote to me, nothing." So I had to make my own opportunity. And then while he's there, uh, Donnie recognizes one of the guys in the party that broke Victor Drago's wrists, and he's like, "I got played." Same guy from the picture, yeah, that was sent to him in prison or from prison. Realizes he got played. Um. So from here, Donnie. You know, comes out of retirement, trains back up after being slandered by Damien publicly, a very lot publicly, publicly. Yeah. Even um, calls even calls into the talk show that Donnie was on. That was true. And that was ridiculous. Shit to him. Yeah, that was that was insane. So and then they, finally, they square the fight up, and let me tell you, the fight they had, the cinematography for that was fantastic. It was. It was interesting. It was at first, it kind of threw me off. Um, well, when like they had the crowd, and then all of a sudden the crowd's just gone. It's just them two, in the and then ring. they're like fighting as jail cell bars, and then they're like it was, and then there's the kid versions of them fighting. It was just like it was really good though. Like it threw me off at first, but then like I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. This is Wait, too think, good. It's uh, that's that's thirty years at least thirty years of you know friendship yep. betrayal. You know that they're that they're going through right now. Yep. And it, and it, it played through the story of them so well. You know, because he was always saying when he was a kid, like, you know, oh, I can fight too, I can fight too, blah, 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 whatever. And Dame saying, I'm the best. Right. And then, you know, the fight just, it's a great fight, right? Like, it, it was kind of hard for me to be, stay, like, engaged into, like, what was actually happening with the fight. Mm-hmm. Because you're just so, like, wow, this is really good looking. Like, the visuals are always so good. There's things jumping in front of you, flashing around, and... You know, there's stuff happening in the background. Um, just really well done. Yeah. I Another mean, a, a testament to, to Michael B. Jordan's directing. Oh, he had the right angles for all of it. He had the right idea. And if you look at, like, you know, even the fight itself, the, the choreography in the fight. Yeah. You know, Dame had the upper hand. Yeah, an almost entire fight. Yeah. And then it took a minute. Michael B. Jordan found out the weakness, exploited it, and yeah. from there it was kind of just all over. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. That's what I love about Creed when compared to Rocky. In the Creed movies, it does a, sh- a great job, and especially Creed 2 and 3, does a great job of, like, you can tell when he finds that weakness. Like, it kind of almost does, like, that focusy thing where, like, you can see him kind of focus in on a spot. And it's like in that uh, Sherlock Holmes. Have you ever seen that the opening to that Sherlock uh, with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. When he's just, like, He's like, uh, shot at the ribs, Pfft, broken rib. And he's, it's like that almost, but like in real time and during a boxing fight, it just looks so cool. And it's, it, it shows like, okay, that's his weakness. Now, how's he going to exploit it? 
And then eventually, you know, a couple minutes down the later down the line, boom, he exploits it, and it's like that's just so great. And that's what I like about kind of Creed cinematography over Rockies. Well, they did the same thing in Real Steel, if you if you remember correctly. Yeah. Um, when you know, uh, I can't remember the goddamn bot's name. The big one. The little guy. Noisy boy. No, 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 no. The the sparring bot. Oh, the one that they use in the final yeah. fight. Yeah. What the hell is his name? Is it something like? If I didn't have the Creed uh, fandom put up, I'd look at that one, but. Adam. That's what it is. Adam. A-T-O-M. Yeah. So Adam, Um, when Adam's fighting uh, Twin Cities, Hugh Jackman's character realizes that Twin Cities is a hitch in his arm when he goes for the, the outside punches. Yeah. And they exploit it and they get inside and they take him down. Yep. You know, they, that that was kind of like I think they took that element from from that movie and, and incorporated it, and I thought it was it was really good because he noticed he pointed out the weaknesses, tore it apart. Uh, it just took him a second to figure it out, and then the cinematography when they both had that knockout punch on each other, the simultaneous knockout punch. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's just like it's just so well. Oh, apparently, just read this. Uh, there was speculation that Deontay Wilder would portray Clubber Lang's son in this movie, but it didn't. It didn't actually didn't actually go through with it. I thought that would have been. I, that's cool. It'd be cool I, to see that. I think though that this is the. I mean, it's a they, legacy thing. They and did. Like, I don't think they left. I don't think they left much room for Michael B. Jordan's character to continue, in terms of boxer after Creed Three. Yeah, which is fine because I think his story's done. I think you've run that story good. So now there's two ways they can go. Well, three ways they can go. They can, because the, the way the movie ended, you know, uh, Donnie goes and sees Dame in his locker room. And they mm-hmm. sit down and have that conversation. And he's like, and Donnie's like, listen, if you ever need anything, like, like I got you. Yeah. And considering after all they've been through, all the public slander and shit, for him to come up and say that, that was big. Yeah. And Dame was like, all right. And then, so you can go that route. You can go, the focus point becomes Donnie and Dame. Yeah. You can go that route. You know, because Dame still essentially just started his boxing career. Yeah. Um, you can go You can go the Felix route. If Felix is a really, really well-liked character. Could. Could go. But Felix already got his shit knocked out. Could go the Drago route. You could go, uh, I forgot about that. You could go Drago as well. Victor you could Drago. show how he got Victor Drago was a great character. I loved, I loved his character. Especially or, in three, when he's like, he has enough respect for Creed, and you know, to go and help train with him for Creed three. Or you can wait twenty years, and you can do the daughter. The daughter. That's what. That's what I was thinking when I left the theater. I'm like, they're gonna go to the daughter. But here's the thing: you need Michael B. Jordan to still be you know, there. Be there. And, and I don't even think you have to wait twenty years. You can wait ten years. Well, with uh, with. Aging and de-aging technology, you can age Michael B. And you don't even gotta age him. Or I mean, he, he'll like, age naturally, you know. And well, it depends. Like, just let want, him grow a little raggedy strike, beard. Do you want to strike gold now, or do you want to let it, you know, collect some interest? True. That's kind of how you want you want to view it. True. Um, but I think I do like. I just hope they don't milk it. You know what I mean. Well, here's the thing. Like, I didn't think they milked this. I think this was really well done. No, no, I don't think. They, I, I'm just saying. I hope that they don't milk. Just like, oh, we're gonna do a Drago two movies. We're gonna do Victor two, or we're gonna do uh, Chavez two movies. We're gonna do Damian Donnie two movies. Like, I hope they just don't start making movies to make movies. And, well, it depends. In the hope like, of it depends like money. what the what the time frame is. Like between like yeah between the movies. Like in like Creed two was in twenty eighteen, right? <clears throat> so um, so the first one was in twenty fifteen. The second one was in twenty eighteen. And then Creed three uh, was twenty three, twenty twenty three. So at this point, Donnie's been boxing for eight years. Yeah, you know that, that's a, how about the average length of a boxing career? Like, yep. You know, you take a you take a beating. You know, CTE is a real thing. You know, definitely. Tony and Brown. I think Donnie recognized that, and he wanted to get out. That's why he retired. Yeah, and, and that's um, why you see him retire at the end of two. But Victor Drago at this point is only been boxing. Victor Drago only been boxing for five years, yeah. So he has still three years of his prime career ahead of him. You yeah. Know? Um, 
Dame still has his whole career ahead of him. He just kind of started, and he, he can still hit. I mean, it's just hard with Dame because he's older already. He's already he is, he is three, older. four years older than um, – And I'll see if the three out happens. What's going on with John of the Majors right now? And what happened to him, you know, and, and for the story-wise, what the guy went through in prison, like how much can he really go for, you know? I mean, he went toe-to-toe with the greatest boxer at the time, which is Donnie. True. So. It's um, true. I just, I don't know. Like, and, and listen, if you wanted to do Clubber Lang's son, let him fight Dame. Like, that would be, that's Dame who's strong as shit, and Clubber Lang was strong as shit, so now you can just take, you know, you know, let him be, fight Clubber Lang's son, and just have a heavyweight bout for the ages type of thing. Uh, but for right now, unless you're going to add one more thing, Right now, we are going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back with you guys. All right, guys. Welcome back to the A&E podcast after our short break. Um, so the second half of the show here, to kind of generate some buzz and some, you know, maybe some hot takes. You know, we're a fan of the hot, hot takes here. Takes. We are going to do a Rocky Balboa and Creed tier list. Fighter tier list. Um, we have... Uh, guys that were weren't really mentioned, didn't really we really didn't throw in this list, but just people that we saw on screen actually fighting at some point uh, made it to our made it to our uh, our base tier. So we have Apollo Creed, Adonis Creed, Rocky Balboa, Ivan Drago, Victor Drago, Ricky Conlon, Dame Anderson, Clubber Lang, Felix Chavez, uh, Tommy Gunn, Mason Dixon, Spider Rico, Union Kane. Danny Wheeler and Leo Sperino. Uh, me and Jay here have unanimously agreed that Apollo Creed is our only S tier fighter. Yes. Uh, I think just like if anybody went against Apollo Creed in his prime in a real match, they weren't winning. Yeah, Apollo was just so good at. I mean, like, and you only really hear about it; you don't really get to see it, but. He was just so good. Like technically, he was good. He had the attitude. He had the strength. He had the quickness. He was just the best fighter in the franchise, without a question. Like even after fifteen rounds with Rocky, they still declared Creed the winner. Like, yeah. And it, it, it's. I think that's just kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people will be upset with that pick at all. No, I don't think so either. Um. So now moving into the A, a tier, right? A, I think, now, A tier, I think A tier is going to be kind of flooded. I, it's going to be flooded, but I think that you could break this down to like top side A tier and like bottom side A tier. Because like, I think there's some guys who are in A tier who could could make a, you if you could make an argument, they could be like bottom, below Apollo, but S tier. But like, S tier is just the best of the best. Yeah, and I think, I, mean, I think there's only one or two guys who you could put in A tier, in like that top part of A tier. That could even be like mentioned as being close to S tier. Like A tier for me is you lost maybe a match, maybe two. Yeah. Um. A, so A tier for me, I, I Adonis has to be A tier. I mean, the man's only lost one fight in his career. Yeah. And that was Ricky Conlon in his first year of boxing. It's it's just hard to say that though because he consistently is getting his ass handed to him. At the end of the day, records record. Guy True. has one loss. True. Well, yeah, yeah. If he's fight with... If Drago didn't get eliminated in that first fight, he would have lost that one as well. Yes. But in the official... Even in the official rematch, though, Donna's kind of handled him pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I, I I agree. So, yeah, I think we can definitely put Adonis in that, in that list there. I also think... And I'm, I'm going to make a point here. I'm going to make a point. Ricky Conlon yeah. makes that A tier list as well. Yeah, I was going to uh, say He was 37-0 and 0 before he lost to uh, Adonis once he got out of prison in Creed Three. Yeah, I think Ricky's a completely fair point the, like there. The only reason he lost because he spent six years behind bars for gun charges. So is, Ricky, then, is Ricky above Apollo or Adonis, I'm sorry, in that tier? I think he is. I think Ricky is a better fighter than uh, Adonis. Yeah. I think I think like Matt, if Ricky wasn't in prison, I think he would have been fine. Um, so I think your A tier fighters here, definitely um, Ricky Conlon, definitely Adonis Creed. Okay, 
Who else do we go with? And there's a couple other good ones you can put here. Uh, like I'm looking at Ricky. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Rocky. Rocky. I think Rocky's a B tier fighter. There's no way. I. You're I, being so serious. I'm being so serious. Um, and I'll give you reasons why. Okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. Rocky went 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Don't get me wrong. That's that's fantastic. That's ridiculous. In his first ever professional fight. It was an exhibition, but still. But at the same time, though, Rocky has lost the title multiple times in his career. He doesn't have a perfect record. Okay. Uh, he's been knocked out. Yeah. He's lost fights. Okay. I don't think somebody with multiple losses can hold an A-tier position. Adonis has one loss. So, in, Adonis has one loss in his career. So does Ricky. Okay. Rocky has like seven. Okay. So you don't think beating Ivan Drago in Russia against a hostile crowd and referee and judges and beating a roided up fucking monster, more machine than man, Ivan Drago. That alone, it should well. Be. That, that that and then if that's the case. Then we're, are you making Ivan Drago sound like he's S tier, and Ivan Drago for me is a B tier fighter. It well, it depends on how you're ranking fighters. If you're ranking fighters based on actual technical fighting skill, then yeah. I'm ranking, but if we're I'm, ranking I'm, them I'm on ranking, overall, I'm ranking on fighting skill. I'm ranking on record, strength, speed. Yeah. Will to fight heart. I mean, listen, dude. There's plenty of guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm firm on the rock. There's plenty of guys who have losses, man. There's pl- Mike Tyson, the baddest man on the planet, has plenty of losses. B. Wow. Rocky B tier. I'm 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 sitting on the Rocky B tier train. Um. Victor Drago, Ivan Drago. I think those guys aren't A tier. Dame Anderson. He went toe to toe with Adonis, but in his first professional fight, he lost. So I don't think we. Can, uh, actually, no, I'm no sorry. he won his second professional fight. He yeah. lost. He, he won the first one. He beat uh, Felix Chavez. I, I think. I think the top of A tier needs to be Rocky. The number one guy in that in that tier should be Rocky I, Balboa. I can't go top A tier. No, no, I said top B tier. Oh, top E. Well, I'm still on A right now. I'm going on the list for A. So, I don't think Dame's A tier. I don't think Clubber Lang is A tier. Actually, no. I think Clubber Lang is A tier, actually. Clubber Lang beat the shit out of Rocky. True. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. That's one Club, of the ones Clubber I haven't Lang, seen very well, recently. That was, that was uh, Rocky Three, and I think yeah. Clubber Lang's record right now, I think, is... I haven't seen that movie in a long time, to be honest with you. I think he, Clubber Lang only lost one fight. I can double check. James Clubber Lang. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a one in a long time. Thirty six fights, thirty four wins, thirty one by knockout. Who do you lose to? Uh, does does that say? It does not sound. I can double check. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> I just think it's hard to put Rocky at B, man. It's, like I said, if we're talking technical fighting, obviously Rocky's not the best, but he's got the heart and the will and the the ability to take shots. Nobody in the franchise takes shots like like Rocky does. Nobody can take a beating like Rocky. Uh, so Clubber Lang uh, lost his, his one one of his losses was to Rocky. Okay. Um, so he beat the shit out of Rocky, but he also lost to Rocky. Yes. Uh, Rocky was Lang's first defeat. Okay. So, and at that point, he was what, 30 something and 0? Yeah, 30 and 0. So Rocky hands him his first loss. An old, battered Rocky. Old, battered Rocky. Gives Clubber Lang his first ever loss. And I'm you sorry, want him my, my above apologies. Rocky. My apologies. My apologies. Clubber Lang's record is 29 and 1. Sorry, 28 and 1. With one loss to Rocky. With one loss to Rocky. And you want him to be above Rocky. Yeah, because he also beat Rocky. And then lost to him. But you beat Rocky. 
And then you lost to Rocky. Twenty-eight wins by knockout. All of his wins were by knockout. Okay. I just I don't know, man. I don't know if you can. It's just difficult to give Clubber Lang an A-tier spot over Rocky Balboa. Because the, the the just because of the sheer beatings that Rocky takes, and still standing, Rocky one, Rocky two, he goes toe to toe with the greatest boxer of all time. Okay, all right. Here, here, you want Rocky's record? Go ahead. Okay, Rocky has fifty-seven wins. Okay, fifty-four of them by knockout. Yeah, I and twenty-three losses. So he's got almost double. Twenty-three listen, losses. He's got almost double the amount of wins as Clubber Lang. Double the knockouts. More losses, yes, but also he was older when he started fighting. Probably much older. Jay. And he fought well after his prime when Jay, he shouldn't have been fighting. 23 losses. Dude, how many of them were after he was like 50? It doesn't matter. That's 23 <laughs> losses, dude. Dude, we all know if there's context If you're looking here. at, if you're going to club, if I were to show you without. That's like saying that because if, Apollo listen, lost to, wall, to Ivan right when he here. was. On this wall right here, say, right? So I put thirty-eight and one, and then fifty-three and twenty-three. Who are you gonna take? You're gonna take the thirty-eight and one, aren't you? If I don't put any names, I just put up stats. You're, it's I, difficult to say out of fifty-four or fifty-seven wins, fifty-four of them are knockouts. It's hard to say it's a bad fighter and he's worse than the other guy. I'm not saying he's a bad fighter, but I'm saying twenty-eight wins. And but there's also context knockouts. here. There's context, right? You're saying that you're telling me that uh, that that Ivan can't be placed higher because of his killing of the greatest fighter of all time because it was an exhibition, but because, because of Rocky's losses coming post prime era. But you're go- you're talking about Apollo, who was in an exhibition match, did not count towards record, wasn't for a title or anything. It was in uh, what? No, it was, it was in Las Vegas. It was in, it was in Vegas, and it was uh, and it was Apollo's way past his prime. Way past. His he prime. was not way past. He was past. His he prime. was a couple years past. Past his prime. A couple. Rocky fought in fucking two thousand six, in a loss. <laughs> okay. Rocky's first fight was in nineteen seventy six. So you're telling me thirty years later, <laughs> we're really gonna hold this against Rocky? I'm Come gonna on. Hold this against Rocky. That's insane. That's ridiculous. <laughs> when Apollo, the greatest fighter of all time, loses what one fight. Tw- uh, two years after his prime in an exhibition to possibly the sh- most freakishly strong athlete in the Rocky franchise? Come on, man. I, I just, I, I, it's just hard to say that. It's hard to say that. Yep. Apollo Creed, 47 wins, one loss. And that was to Rocky, uh, right? Did Apollo lose Rocky? Y- yes, in Rocky 2 for the championship. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so Rocky beats the greatest fighter of all time for the championship, gives uh-huh. him his only loss ever, and this is why it's hard for me to put him in B tier. You starting to see where I'm saying here? Right. I, I can give you the I'll, 23 I'll, losses. I can give you the completely right, listen, fair. Right, listen, but I will, I will so give many you, I will give you Rocky low A tier. I'll I'll get I'll put him in the bottom A tier. It's just fine. so hard for me to say after he beats. But Clubber, Clubber Lang needs to be in A tier as well. I'm sorry. I'll give you Clubber. Right above Rocky, but no higher. That's fine. Because, Cannot be because, a single uh, spot higher. Because Adonis Creed is a significantly better fighter, and so is uh, Ricky Collin. Okay, and then is there anyone else that needs that can go there? Um, I don't think so. Because like Spider Rico, no. Tommy Gunn, absolutely not. Felix Chavez is a good fighter though. What's his record? Felix Chavez. Felix Chavez has definitely one loss, being to Dame. But I won't. I, I'm putting Dame in like B tier. Yeah, Dame is just so. There's not enough fights there. That's what I'm saying. Even Rocky has ten more wins than Creed. That's why I was like, dude, it's hard to put him that low. All right. So, uh, Felix's record at the after losing to Dame was fifteen and two. Okay. It's like it's like okay. It's, it's yeah. Like, you lost to a guy who just got out of prison. Like, bruh. Look at Mike Tyson when he came out of prison. Mm. 
Look at the context. Mike Tyson comes out of prison and he rips apart uh, what's his name. So I mean, I'm thinking. I'm. I'm. I don't think anybody else on our list kind of is gonna hit a tier. I think my only one, and it would be below Rocky, would be Victor. But even that's a hard argument to make. Victor, I think, is probably the top of B tier. He is the most out like, of everyone we have left. He is the second most technical fighter. Behind, I would Felix. say so. Behind Felix, because I mean, he has he has his father's power. Yes, he has the technical skills. I mean, he beat Adonis into like inch of his life. Yeah. Now, granted, one shot was completely unfair, but honestly, you know, I think he still I'm, broke I think his kidneys train. and shit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Victor below Rick Rob below Rocky. Yeah. The when you once you said that, I was like, yeah, he kind of has to be there. Right. I did forget he beat Adonis to the inch of his life. Yeah. Because Adonis is in hospital a long time. Bro, he that. yeah, he fucking what did he he like broke broke his ribs, punctured uh, lung, punctured lungs. Yeah. I think he ruptured a kidney. And then I think the next fighter has got to be Ivan. I think Ivan Drago is is head of B tier. Yeah. Just because of raw strength. And uh, just only other guy to ever beat Apollo Creed, killing and, Apollo you know, Creed, yeah, not just kill- beating him, literally murdering him in the ring. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, dead before you left the ring. Ivan Drago definitely top of B tier. And then I feel like you could. I think I think Dame fits that next slot too. Or Felix. I don't know. I think Felix is C tier. Really? I think so. Yeah. You think he's C tier? He got messed up pretty bad by Dame, even in like the, their little exhibitions when they were sparring. Like Dame was fucking him up. Yeah, I, it's just, I don't know, because he was champion for a while, though. He was champion for a while because he was going to Adonis' school. But he definitely wasn't a placeholder champion. Like, it wasn't like how uh, Union Kane is. Like, he was a he was a placeholder champion because Rocky retired. May, uh, maybe we can make the, tr- the maybe we can make Felix. I don't think. Felix is just does, a better technical boxer here's than the, do you put Do you put Felix in the same category as Ivan Drago? Answer yourself that question. Technically, absolutely better than Ivan. Technically, fighter. I don't put Felix. power. He's a lightweight. I, I, though. I, I We're talking lightweight versus heavyweight. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I just don't. I I, I got Felix C tier. I don't have him B tier. If anything, low low B tier, even below Dame, because Dame obviously whooped the shit out of him. Yeah, and and I'll give you that. Does Dame stand a chance against Ivan Drago? Yes. You think he can take the hits that that he can dish out? I think so. Even though he could barely, even though he was, he took he took Adonis's hits up easy. I wouldn't say he was easy. Dude was fucked up. Not the way like Adonis was fucked up after Drago, but you think he's taken the thing that murdered Apollo Creed? I'm not putting Dame above Ivan Drago. I know, but you think he's you think he can take the beating like that? Uh, maybe. Because this is a question for Derek. Does does Ivan beat Victor? No. Okay, so then that's because Victor can dish it and he can get out. And he of can, it. yeah. And he's more technically skilled as a boxer. Yeah, I have to agree. All right, and then we got Felix right below Dame. I think Felix goes right below. I just I think putting him in C tier would be an absolute crime, seeing as he was the champion, and he wasn't like a placeholder champion either. All right, now moving into C tier, because I don't uh, think we have any more B tier options. C tier, I think head of C tier is probably Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn. No, nah, eh, nah, I'm going to go Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon. Mason Dixon, then Tommy Gunn. Okay. I uh, can agree with you, both of those picks. Because at this point, we're just throwing crapshoot fights. It doesn't really matter. Well, you know, I got to think Tommy Gunn beat Union Kane for fairly, I mean, knockout in the first round. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... And Union Kane sucked. But Tommy Gunn really wasn't that good. No, he wasn't that good. Because if we're being real, if he fights anybody in the Creed franchise, he gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. Anybody. No, not necessarily. Because, I mean, really, you're, you're going you're gonna to take uh, Tommy Wheeler or... I'm sorry, Danny Wheeler or Leo Sparino over Mason Dixon? Which one was Danny Wheeler again? Danny Wheeler gets his ass handed to him by uh, Creed in the first movie and the second movie. Uh, it's just difficult. Um, so who's and, after and that? Um, Union? No, Union. Union Kane is below Danny and Leo, and I think I think I think the rest of our guys here are D tier. Spider Rico gets rocked in the first first Rocky. Union Kane the, doesn't even deserve to have his title. 
True. Danny Wheeler gets shit on. Actually, no, no I'll, I'll put some respect on Danny Wheeler. Put Danny Wheeler C tier because Danny Wheeler actually beat Adonis sparring in Creed One. Yeah. Uh, and then he he loses the heavyweight champion to Adonis in in uh, Creed Two. All right, so D tier, best fighter here. No, so so C tier, we have Danny Wheeler. Yes. Bottom of bottom of C tier. D tier. D tier. Who's uh, the best out of the three? Leo Leo Sparino. Leo Sparino. Uh, then probably Union Kane, and then Spider Rico. We'll end out end up wrap round our list out. Yeah, that was always the truth. Yes, Spider Rico cannot. I love Spider Rico, but Spider Rico went to the hospital getting beat up by uh, opening scene Rocky. And listen, like, here's the thing. There's some fighters on here who we didn't put in here. Like Hulk Hogan's uh, Thunderlips character. But that was an exhibition that wasn't really a, a fight fight. So, yeah, like, like these, these fighters we listed fought, like, fought the main characters in, like, actual matches. Yeah. I, I'm, honestly, I'm happy with this list. I think, I think it's, it's pretty well spaced out. Yeah, I don't think we have anybody. I think the only. I don't pe- think anyone's in a crime spot. Like I don't think no, it's like I criminal to have maybe, anybody where they're at. Like there's three people in this list. I think I could rotate. Maybe four. It's the bottom of three. No, the bottom of A. The bottom the, three the, the people. Bo- of a. Yeah, the bottom of Clubber Lang, Rocky, and Victor and Ivan could. I could. Like, I could see them swapping either going down to B or up to A. Yeah, I think any of those sitting that in the in any of those four positions is a really like they're easily switchable. I definitely think Ricky Collins better over Adonis. You know, Ricky Collins beat him in in, in um, regular comp. Regular. I think he's a te- a better technical fighter. I think he matches him pretty close in strength. He can take a beating. He was champion for longer. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I I just don't I don't know. I'm happy with this list. But the question is like, I don't know. Can Clubber can Clubber fight? Can, can could Clubber Lang beat Adonis? Yes. So why is he below? <laughs> it, it, like it also depends, like what version of Adonis you're getting. Well, prime. Like, if you, Every one of these is prime. If we're talking I, prime, of I any think version. Adonis could beat Clubber in his prime. So you think you think Creed two Adonis beats Clubber Lang? Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Yeah, I think this is this is probably the best list we're ever gonna get. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, I can nitpick a couple of things here and there, but I think this is as, like as good as it gets. And like I said, like you can obviously slide like, so like the it, bottom of the list is a crapshoot. Doesn't so really matter who goes me, where. Read me, read me from top to bottom of our list so the viewers can hear. So S tier, right? We're gonna go down this list. S tier, Apollo Creed, hands down, no questions no asked. A tier, Ricky Conlon. Adonis Creed. Oh, and this guy, the guys, this, the list you're hearing here, this is the order we're ranking them to based off a of tier. Yes, like, this isn't ranked. Just, this isn't we're just not just throwing people in A tier. This is us listing the A tier fighters in order of best to last, worst. Yeah. So let's run it back down all the way again. S tier, Apollo Creed. A tier, Ricky Conlon. Adonis Creed. Clubber Lang. Rocky Balboa. Victor Drago. B tier, Ivan Drago. Dame Anderson. Felix Chavez. C tier, Mason Dixon, Tommy Gunn, Danny Wheeler. D tier, Leo Sperino, Union Kane, and to round out the list, Spider Rico at the bottom. I think this is really the the most the most unbiased list you're gonna find because like obviously you want to stick Rocky at the top because it's Rocky, but you gotta be fair to the actual fights that are taking place in the in the franchise. Yeah, like. Now, how how many of these wins were Rocky's plot armor, and how many? You know what I mean, like. Yeah, it's true, but like I think you know, it's you could say the same thing for Adonis. Yeah. How many were plot armor? You could say any of these main characters. You can make that argument for. And how many losses were plot armor for the main characters? You know what I mean. So, Felix losing to you know whatever, and and Conlon losing to whoever, and like Victor losing to to Adonis, like you know. You can look at any of these these factors and say, "Oh well." I think my favorite part though is that Victor beats the shit out of Adonis in Creed three too. <laughs> yeah, in the sparring. When they're sparring. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that that's a big thing though. That's for me. That's a big thing because it was like, boxing is not a sport of just like, oh, this person's better, so they win. Like, if you're a better basketball player, almost always the better player is just gonna win, right? There's there's not a lot of chance when you're talking about fighting. 
There's so many little chance things that can happen. You hit somebody, instead of hitting them with the square part of your fist, you hit them with the corner of your hand. And so, like, more knuckle than anything. And that puts more pounds per square inch of force into a smaller area. So it hurts a lot more. And if they hit you in the temple instead of the cheek, it rings your eyes a little bit. If they hit you in the nose instead of the cheek, your eyes start to water. Like, it's stupid little stuff like that that can affect boxing that, like, it's just uh, hard to sit like, and say, like, this person's better because they won, but not always. <laughs> reach. Angle. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's angle is a big one, and that's what I want to talk about. Angle is huge. That's why Mike Tyson was such a great fighter. That's why he Apollo was shorter. Creed was such a great fighter. Yeah. Apollo Creed was tall, lengthy, he had reach. Yeah, so he had he had the opposite he, of what Tyson had. He had the height, and so when he would swing, he was swinging eye level. Like, his shoulder was eye level with these guys. So he was connecting very quickly. But as for uh, Mike Tyson, because he was shorter, his uppercut was deadly. And also, Tyson's neck was so muscular, he could take so many shots and his head wouldn't really turn because there was nowhere for it to go because his traps were huge. They actually kind of hold a, a cushion for his neck, so it had nowhere to go. <laughs> it's just... That is kind of ridiculous. He literally like had like the build in his prime. Like, when he comes out of prison, it's, it's the best shot of him. Where his traps are just fucking enormous, like they almost go to his ears, and like it's like a it's like when you wear one of those uh, pillows on a flight, like a like an airplane pillow. Mm, yeah, it's like one of those where it just holds your fucking head in place. And like Tyson had that on his neck in muscle, and it protected him from a lot of big shots from from guys. Um, so like, there's factors like that that aren't on a, a, a just a score sheet of record, and that's the one thing that I was trying to like say is like. There's there's factors outside of just the record and just the fights that they had. Like there's other th- things that are factoring in here, um, but obviously you know you can't hold that for someone or against somebody, you know, because at the end of the day, a, a record's a record. You know, if you lost, you lost. Yep. Whether it was 20, fair or not, twenty three of them. Yeah, I mean, listen, is what it is. You know, because you can always put the asterisks, right? It's like. Everyone likes to look at Michael Jordan's time in in Washington when he was with the fucking Wizards, and they're just like, dude, it's like everyone looks at that and like, but that doesn't matter. Like we all know what Michael he's the goat. Like you know, and it, now it's his, uh, his time in baseball. Yeah, like it's it's hard to just hold that against him because like look at what he did between ninety six and or ninety three and ninety eight. Like the the five year stretch was just incredible. Two three peats. Never lost more than three games straight in like a five year stretch. Like that's ridiculous, bro. It, it's just it's stupid shit like that that sets you so far apart. And same thing with LeBron. Like he's got stats that just set him so far apart. And in in any sport and anything like that, you have stats that set people apart. Like Tony Gwynn was the baseball player, and I always these pop up on my Facebook all the time. He could come in and go over uh fifteen and fifteen hundred. And still have a higher, still be, have his, uh, his batting percentage be above three hundred. It's it's like stupid shit like that. It's just it's mind boggling. <laughs> but like there's stats like that stats. in every sport, and stats, stats, stats. They don't always tell the full picture of a of a story, which is what I think is huge for boxing, especially because boxing is hard. That's why uh, you convinced me to keep Rocky in tier A. Yeah, I think I think that was. That's what, well. That's another reason I think like you can have guys like Felix lower. Yeah, he's fifteen and two. He's fought more fights. He's a great technical fighter, but look at the circumstances of his wins. Look at the circumstances of Union Kane's wins. Him being champion. Yeah, he was yeah. a champion, but it's because Rocky retired. He was given the championship, basically. Yeah, paper champ. So paper champ. It doesn't really matter, you know. And that's that's the big thing that I I like to point out. Yeah, I, I just, it's just tough, man. Definitely tough. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, man. But I think we've hit the end of our ranking list and the end of our Creed slash Rocky franchise yeah, episode. Uh, definitely interesting to chat uh, Creed. But we're going to have another interesting episode for you guys next week. Which uh, what's on the itinerary for next week, Jay? Next week we have 
John Wick episode. Ooh, yes. Looking forward to is that. scheduled for that. Looking forward to that. Yeah, John Wick. Binging some John Wick this weekend. Then we have Guardians. I've actually never watched any of them, so I really got to get on it. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll have to fire up the old popcorn maker. Uh, and then we got Guardians, the big following. And then, uh, actually, maybe not Guardians, the big following. Maybe Guardians, the 17th. I don't know. We'll see because we have a, we have more Star Wars stuff coming out on the 4th. Oh, yeah, it's true. Visions and... I thought something else came out, but maybe not. But definitely John Wick next week. Yeah. So be excited for that. Everybody loves a little uh, Keanu Reeves. A little mercenary action. And apparently John Wick 4 was the best out of the franchise, I'm hearing. Really? Certified fresh. Certified fresh. Mm-hmm. can never trust them, though. This is true. I can. You can never trust them. Because, like, you just can't. I mean, I'm excited. I love the John Wick movies. I, I've, I've seen parts of them, like one, parts of one and two, but I've never seen... Anything past that, so you get to see Boban in the third one. Who? Boban. Boban. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. Boban's in the third one. Love him. Six years legend. <laughs> Six years legend. Him and uh, Tobias Harris. Yeah, man. Him and J Cole. Because <clears throat> Toby looks just like J Cole. Andre Iguodala. Six years legend. <laughs> Iggy, man. It's actually kind of crazy. He's still playing. Going crazy for the Warriors. <laughs> Bro. It's insane. He was the MVP one year. You believe that? In the final. In the series. Yeah. Final. Again, when he's locked down. Locked down LeBron, which meant just, which means he held LeBron to twenty five points a game that's, instead that's, of thirty five. Locking down, LeBron, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But yeah, we'll have to. We're gonna go see John Wick four this weekend, guys, and I'm gonna force Jay to binge watch all three movies. I don't know when I'm gonna see that because I'm seeing Return. I'm seeing doing well, something tonight. I got so much maybe. shit. Maybe we'll go TikTok Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know what to All right, say. my friend. Well, thank you for having me again. I'll so we can discuss uh, we can discuss Creed and do this boxing list, and uh, I'm sure you know we'll have a uh, we'll have some user backlash. I think. I don't think so. I think our list is solid, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. some of our opinions are are a little off, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, any final thoughts from you, my friend? That's it, my friend. All right, guys. Well, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter at the AE Podcast, as well as over on Instagram AE Podcast. We enjoyed you guys listening in today, and we enjoyed making this episode as we always do. We will see you next Monday at noon. You guys have a great morning, evening, afternoon, and night. We will see you next time. I have spoken. Peace.